This is the Hammer Down Racing Report. Welcome, race fans. The Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, September 19th. No, September 10th. I saw the nine there. Hi, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Starting to do. See, this is why I told you I can't talk and think and do things at the same time. It doesn't work out for me. Scott Hammer with you, Ron Miller, and Jerry Keezer, the Hammer Down Racing Report team with hey, you. Hey, y'all. Once again, tonight on the show, we will be uh, speaking with uh, Matt Foose. Matt Foose. Who is uh, going for, again, I was uh, pushing buttons here and talking and, and trying to think at the same time. doesn't work for me. But uh, he's running for the 305 Attica Fremont uh, Championship uh, title. He sits third in points, currently, uh, I think it's like eight points back. I have it somewhere in my notes here. Uh, but he's uh, close there be- behind uh, Paul Weaver and Jamie uh, Miller. So, tight battle going into the final weekend of AFCS. We'll be talking to him in a little bit. I'm not sure if he's going to join us on here so we can actually see him or uh, if uh, we're going to be calling in. I gave him both options, so he may be ringing in here in about uh, 12 minutes or so. So, stick around for that. Um also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, the Toledo City Paper is having their best of again. And, uh, Jerry, you may not know this, but the first year we did this show, we actually made it to, into uh, the finalists for, for that. We didn't win, but just to get nominated in our first year, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. We still don't know what the hell we're doing, but we got nominated, <laughs> and it was pretty cool uh, for the Toledo City Paper best of deal, and that uh, is going on right now. They're taking nominations. So if you want to help us out, I don't know. Do we want to go through the hassle of doing this, Ron? Sure. <laughs> all right. It's important to us, Scott. Of course we do. Ron's all in. So uh, you can uh, head on over to our Facebook page at uh, some point. I have a pinned post uh, with the link to uh, where you can nominate for the, the media uh, thing. I could show you, but I'm not going to right now. But uh, it's the me- we're under the media classification. Scroll on down. Podcast is one of the uh, lower ones on the page. But uh, you just type in Hammer Down Racing Report. Four words, and that would help us out a lot. And if you have multiple computers with different connections, I'm not sure if they track the IPs or how they tell that you can only nominate once. Uh, but if you go to a different computer and uh, you go to that page and it lets you put us in again, cool. If not, and it still says what you already put in, then you obviously you can't do it again. So I know last time I think it was email addresses, but uh, I think they're catching on to things, trying to cut down on the cheating. So we appreciate that. I'm not sure how long the nominations go for. Probably a November, I think. It was December we're going last to assume, year. We're going to assume that our listeners are the greatest in the world, and they're going to go on and nominate us. And then for a month or so, we're going to be begging them to vote every to day vote for us. Yeah, because you can vote daily. So once, vote early, vote often. Yeah, once the nominee, if, if we're one of the nominee, nominees. Nominee. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> Then uh, you can vote daily, but that's once uh, they announce the nominees, but that'll be a couple months. So right now, just go, get us nominated, and, and you're, you're done until they actually have the finalists, and we'll let you know what to do from there. We'll it, take- it's on our Hammer Down page. Um, Basically- you, you can go to just Toledo City Paper there you go. Uh, slash nominate. I, I'm sure if you just go to Toledo City Paper, uh, you can navigate through it. Our listeners are the best. And while you're there, uh, best meteorologist in Toledo is one of the categories. So uh, give uh, give Ryan Ryan Weekman a shout out. We have the weekend weather pit stop coming up as well. Well, we'll see what his pit stop says before I vote for him. Well, well, 
All right. I got to thank our sponsors. Uh, without them, we wouldn't be able to do this uh, since we don't have a studio anymore. Now we have the Hammerdown Racing Report home studio. Everybody's in their home studios. Um, so in order to do this, it costs some money for this whole video thing that we do here. And uh, we appreciate all the sponsors, Ron Miller Race Cars up in Lamberville, Michigan. 734-856-7223. He's been working on my car all week, but I, he's done now, so now he can handle some other things, right, Ron? I'm semi-done. There's there's a couple little things for the car owner to deal with. You didn't tell me that. Great. Thanks to Oakshade Raceway. We're the fastest meet to race every Saturday night, and uh, this Saturday is season championship night at Oakshade Raceway for all four classes. Uh, Kester Mowing, uh, Steve Kester came out here earlier today. I got a quote for getting some tree branches trimmed. So another one of uh, the services that Kester Mowing does. Give me a very, very fair quote on that. So I'm going to have him come out and cut some of my dead limbs out, out of this place. But for all your lawn landscaping needs, mowing, seeding, fertilizing, insect, weed control, more, give uh, Steve a call. 419-466-3801. Tell him the Hammerdown Racing Report sent you. He's been pretty busy this summer, he said, so. He even does concrete, I found out. But he is, he's been too busy yeah. this summer to do that. So, um, Big D's Pizza and Clyde, shout out to them. 419-547-1444. Mention the Hammerdown Racing Report and get 10% off your order. There you go. There's your, your crawl. Uh, Mill Street Speedway as well. And uh, Ron uh, was talking here before we came on. Apparently, he's got some inside information on uh, Mill Street Speedway. They are uh, very close. They are very close to making an announcement, and I don't know what I that announcement say. is. So, good. Looking forward to it. And Steve Schloss, thank you for nominating us on Toledo City Paper. Yes, thank you. Uh, so uh, ch- make sure to follow Millstream Speedway. Keep an eye on their website, millstreamspeedway.net, uh, or follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, keep up to date on whatever that announcement may be. But racing at some point will uh, return to. The uh, historic track down there in Finley. Despite all the trash talk that's been going on, they are absolutely committed. You know, and while we're on that subject, Scott, if you've got something to say about racing, um, try to keep it positive. Um, Unless you're not a racing fan. Yeah, well, these racetracks are are struggling as it is. And, you know, Scott down at at Millstream is, is up against it really tough. And... Um, all, all I can say is just be positive, folks. All right, positive, Ron. How about we? Uh, how about we check out that racing roundup, uh, all the racing action from this past weekend, Jerry? We can do that. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to Randy, the president of the Randy LaJoy Fan Club, Dwayne Hancock, with us tonight, watching from home. So happy to have Dwayne with us. Let's get into it. Attica Raceway Park. Tim Schaefer got his first all-star circuit of champions win since February of 2019 last Friday night. The first night of the Attica ambush led all 40 laps. Mike Boers won the late model feature. Um, And then Rico Abreu uh, fought off Aaron Reitzel to win the Saturday night portion of the program and pocketed $10,000. Attica point leader Cap Henry finished third. He uh, and, and Cap went on to win Sunday's Pete Jacobs Memorial at Wayne County Speedway. Paul Weaver got his sixth win of the year in the 305s at Attica. Uh, the All-Stars are at Port Royal Speedway in Pennsylvania tonight through Saturday. Uh, moving on to Oakshade Raceway, Devin Shields 
earned his second late model feature of the win on Saturday night. Bruce Stewart picked up his second sportsman feature of the win of the year. Bubba Kundick picked up the Bomber A-Main, his first A-Main win of the year uh, since last year's Bomber Spectacular. Kurt Dickey won the Bomber B, and we had a C-Main on Saturday up at Oakshade with Josh Overmeyer picking up that win. Kevin Murray won his first compact feature of the win as well. Uh, the compact feature was something else. Those guys definitely put it on a, a great show. Let's see here. Moving on, the World of Outlaw Morton Building Late Model Series. Brandon Overton picked up his 18th feature win of the year at Livonia Speedway Friday night. Uh, Overton then went on to win the main event the following night, Saturday, at Lancaster Motor Speedway, winning by over three seconds over Ricky Weiss. Uh, next up for the World of Outlaw Late Models, the Eric Witherite Memorial on Friday, September 25th, and a second show at Thunder Mountain Speedway in Knoxdale, Pennsylvania on Saturday, September 26th. The Lucas, Late, Lucas Oil Late Models were in action. Uh, Jonathan Davenport notched his third Lucas Oil Late Model Series win of the season on Friday in the 16th annual John Bradshaw Memorial at Ponderosa Speedway. Hudson O'Neill celebrated his 20th birthday by winning the Bob Miller Memorial at Portsmouth Raceway Park on Saturday. Next up for the Lucas Oil Late Models, the Al Bell Custom Homes I-80 Nationals at I-80 Speedway in Greenwood, Nebraska on Thursday through Saturday, September 9th, 17th through the 19th. The World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars were in action. Sheldon Hodgeshield blew a right rear tire while leading with nine laps left Saturday night at Hudson Speedway. Other drivers were suffering a lot of the same fate. Sounds like the King's Royal of several years back at Eldora where everybody kept blowing right rear tires. But with that, uh, Hodden Shield was able to challenge back up and back to Kyle Larson for the lead within four laps. Larson was able to get by as Hod had a, a fresh right rear tire. And he also, Larson blew a right retired. Hodden Shield went in to pick up that win. Larson redeemed himself the next night at Hustlet's winning the big $20,000 to win show. Next up, Boot Hill Showdown at Dodge City Raceway Park on uh, September 11th and Saturday, September 12th. The Arkham Menard Series. 17-year-old Sam Mayer took the lead away from Haley Deegan on a late restart to win the Zinsser Smart Coat 200 at Lebanon I-44 Speedway in Missouri. Next up for the Arkham Menard Series, Toledo Speedway this weekend. The NASCAR Cup Series, or Xfinity Series. Denny Hamlin tried a slide job on Ross Chastain for the lead late in the Sport Clips Haircuts VFW 200 at Darlington on Saturday. Hamlin cleared Chastain, but carried too much speed and got into the wall. Chastain able plowed into the rear of Hamlin, and Brandon Jones was able to sneak by both of them to pick up the win. Ben Rhodes won Sunday afternoon South Carolina Education Lottery 200 Gander RV and Outdoor Truck Series race at Darlington. Kevin Harvick, who is on a roll, capitalized on the, the contact between Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott to win Sunday's uh, cookout Southern 500 while battling for the lead. Harvick took the, uh, again, the, the big win. Next up for the Cup Series, the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond on Saturday, this Saturday on NBC Sports Network and Buckeye Country 103.7. The Xfinity Series is back in action. They go bowling 250 Friday night at 7 p.m. And then the Virginia is for Racing Lovers 250 at Richmond on Saturday, both on NBC Sports Network. Truck Series, the Toyota Care 250 at Richmond on tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox Sports 1. With that, that's your racing roundup for this week. All right, good timing. I'm sorry, I was on the phone. 
Uh, Matt Fuchs uh, just called in, so uh, some good timing there. Before we get to that, I wanted to uh, mention about the uh, Arkham and Art stuff. We talked to uh, Scott Schultz, and uh, Ron had a quote that he did that he uh, said last week that, that Scott used. Do you remember what that quote was, Ron? Well, this is this a test? Yeah. You're going to tell me. No, I don't remember. It was something about race fans will do what race fans need to do. Race, race fans will do whatever they have to do to... Uh, to keep the racing going. There you go. All right, let's uh, let's bring up. Uh, real qu- real quick, Scott. Yeah. Uh, Steve Schloes uh, wondered what the car count might be for Toledo Speedway's ARCA race when we had Spoiler Scott alert! I'm not going to say what it is because I don't know, but that could be tonight's how many. Ah. Ah. Well, Scott. Scott Schultz did mention that it was a combination event between the Arca Menards series and the uh, Arca East. So they were expecting a significantly better car count than the previous races this year. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad, unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. All right. Let's shift gears now and talk some uh, Attica Fremont Championship Series uh, racing. Final weekend is this weekend, and uh, hopefully we have uh, Matt Foose. Are you there? Yes, sir. I'm here. All right. I like that it when things scared work. me, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, before before we talk about uh, where you're at in points and everything uh, and, and how your season has gone, give us a little bit of a background on your uh, racing career. Uh, yeah, it kind of started when I was 10 years old. My dad used to race four-wheelers, and uh, he got out of that. And me and my brother picked up go-kart racing at about 10 and 11, and we've been just trucking away ever since. Been dirt trucking and sprint car in. About anything I can get in, I try to race. And how long, uh, I I don't know how old you are, so uh, how long ago was that when you got into racing? I'm 29 now, so I was 10 years old when I started. So so you've been doing it for a while. Yeah, I've got a few two experiences in my belt. (laughs) So uh, this year has been uh, kind of a a weird year as far as racing goes. I know Fremont started a a little bit later than than even Attica. but uh, I mean, did you did you even think at the beginning of this year you'd get to do any racing? Uh, truthfully, I didn't even have a ride at the beginning of this year. I missed the first two races at Attica. Um, didn't even have a ride. Wasn't honestly intention. I didn't even want to race. Uh, I was just golfing and just enjoying my weekends. You know, that was my first first year off really of either working on a race car or racing a race car. So it's kind of nice to take the time off, but. Just randomly got a call during the weekday one week to come race, so we've been going gung ho ever since. So who who are you uh, racing for? Tell us about that. Uh, I race for Jamie Adams, a guy I raced for in the past. So it's kind of like doing the etch a sketch and starting all over again. But so it was kind of cool to pick up where we left off of and people that we knew. But uh, race for Jamie Adams, though. So. Okay. Now uh, your brother also races DJ there. He's leading the four ten points at, at Fremont. Uh, do you guys help each other out much there? Um, really, it's it's kind of hard because he's a four ten guy and I'm a three hundred five guy. Really, I can just rely on him for because usually they go out first in the night for their features. So I just kind of rely on him to kind of give me some info on how the track is changing, what's better. You know, that's kind of a big thing. But I can't really help him much. But. <laughs> 
Well, you never know. You can go out and cheer for them, right? Support them. Oh, yeah, I do every weekend. So uh, you're going into uh, this weekend, the final weekend of the AFCS uh, champion. Well, the final weekend of the AFCS, uh, both Fremont and uh, or Attica Friday. Fremont is the final night on uh, Saturday. So you got two events. Mm-hmm. You are eight points behind Paul Weaver, who's had an incredible year, and uh, Jamie Miller right there as well. Uh, what 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 uh, kind of chances do you give yourself of uh, sneaking ahead of those two and stealing that championship this weekend? Well, I feel like we got really good chances. Um, you know, I think about four weeks ago there, maybe we put a different car together. We were kind of struggling with the car that we had, even though we had a win on it. But just what we do to the car, it wasn't consistently giving us back those results and changes. And so we put together one of my brother's old original 305 cars, so a 14-year-old car. And he's been having really, really good results of it. And it just feels really good. And, you know, there early in the season, we didn't really have the foot speed we needed to keep up with Miller and Weaver, but... I feel like we're really on to something now. I've been running consistent in the slick, and I feel like we've got a really good shot at, at stealing up the title. So you got a 14-year-old car. How old was uh, the car you were using uh, prior to that? Uh, it was a brand-new 2019 car. Oh, those new ones are junk. You need to go for that old stuff. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, they, they always say well, old, stuff is, right? old stuff is good, Scott. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> says, says Ron. Hey, Matt, coming into this weekend, just a quick question. Are you going in, looking at it from a just chasing the points standpoint and trying to, to, to points race and pick every point up you can, or are you going for it basically balls to the wall and trying to win? I mean, at the end of the day, you don't want to – you don't ever want to go backwards. you got to remember that you got to keep the car being like one Saturday because you still got to Saturday too. But, you know, I want to go out there. I want to put effort in this weekend to go out and try to do this deal and uh, – you know, with the points the way they are, you really do have to get in your game from the time you buy the pit pass to keep race points and all that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I want to go out there above the wall, but we still got to keep a race car to race. <laughs> so who would you say your your biggest challenge is uh, going into this weekend, uh, Jamie or Paul or, or both? I mean, there's, hell, 15 guys that could win on any given night in our series. So there's anything can happen, and uh, I just try to, focus on the my car and my guys and doing our job that night. Okay. Any, uh, do you have any rivalries with uh, anybody, anybody that uh, kind of doesn't like you? Honestly, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> no, anything happens. I mean, racing deals happen, but I don't think so. Not as of now, but you know, stuff always screws up, but that's fine. I sleep real good at night every night. All right. Uh, anything you're doing uh, special to prepare uh, for this weekend, preparing the 14 uh, year old car? Uh, we're actually at the shop right now. Uh, Dad just got out here. We're setting right heights, getting ready to throw her in the box. So we've been out here all week trying to do everything with a fine tooth comb so nothing bad happens. And is there any strategy uh, that you have? I know Jerry kind of asked this uh, a minute ago. Going into the weekend, you know, between are you going are you going to do anything different between Attica and, and Fremont, or just kind of go for it uh, both places? Uh, we'll see where everything lays out, you know, qualifying and all that stuff. Not really a big of a worry on Friday because we deal with the pills all, but, you know, we'll have to see how qualifying goes on Saturday night and, you know, just play it by ear. Here we start, see who we got to deal with, and uh, just take it from there. Do you have a uh, preference or favorite track uh, between Attica and Fremont? Uh, no, that's a tough one because I've been to a lot of race tracks, but I do have quite a few favorites, but between Fremont and Attica, I like the, the wing speed of Attica and the wideness and 
you know, just the overall layout of the track itself. But I'm from Fremont. There's nothing like winning a race at Fremont. It just doesn't beat it. They got a covered grandstand. It's awesome. <laughs> Do you feel you're, you perform better at uh, one track or the other? Uh, I don't know. I've, I've, I guess I've got more wins at Attica, I guess, but I don't know. I feel... I, I like them both a lot. I really do. You did get, uh, you had, you just have the uh, one feature win this year at Fremont? Yeah, just one this year, yep. Uh, was that pretty big for you? Yeah, it was pretty big, especially, you know, not even knowing that you're going to race and getting my dad out of retirement since he, you know, the Clark deal so the best and retired and getting him out and then getting back with Jamie. And that was, that was just big for everybody because they were on the struggle bus too. So it was just a confidence piece for everybody, and everybody needed that. So how much would it mean to you if you are able to to sneak ahead of both Paul and uh, Jamie and, and win the uh, the second ever Attica Fremont Championship Series for the 305s? That would be uh, pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. My, dad, my dad's got one of these deals with Bobby and my brother, so it would be cool to have my name there next to those guys and my dad be a part of that, but... It'd be also as well equally as cool to get Jamie Adams' first championship. You know, he ain't been doing this long, so it'd be really cool for everybody, not just me. You know, all the people that help, his wife, his kids, my dad, my boy, my mom. It'd be super cool for everybody. So what are, what are the plans uh, going forward, uh, regardless uh, as to what happens this weekend? Are you going to stay with these guys uh, for next year? Are you going to take next year off in golf, or what's going on? Well, I'll definitely get my golfing in. Don't be fooled, that's for sure. Um, but uh, the plan is, as of now, we're we're sealed up together for 2021 and um, probably just stick around here and race local stuff. Um, probably just be the same crew, Jamie, my dad, and I, and Renee, and do the same old deal, I, I would imagine. Run for uh, points at Attica and Fremont and the AF- AFCS? Yes, sir. Got to do the old triple, the, the, the three-peat. <laughs> Good luck with that. That'd be quite an accomplishment. Yep, you were yep. talking that that you were you were talking that uh, you run some in the trucks too. Uh, do you find it's difficult doing double duty, uh, jumping from one to the other? Because obviously they drive a whole lot different. Uh, it's not super crazy, like physically demanding wise, but um, you know they totally drive different. I feel like a dirt truck kind of drives like a family car. Um, if you can keep the ass out without without them getting tight, you're you're going to be pretty good. You'll be you'll have speed, but you know once you go, I raced dirt truck for I think three years or so like that, and then I went to a sprint car for a couple years, and then got back down to a dirt truck, which kind of slowed everything down for me in the dirt truck, and that kind of helped me. But it's not too crazy going back and forth. But it's, it's honestly a lot of fun. Have you uh, have you ever run a four ten? I've never ran a four ten. I have not. Would any plan? I mean, if uh, if a ride would come up, would that be something that that you would uh, look forward to? Absolutely, they're hard to come by, so you need to jump on every one you get. <laughs> well, with your resume, I, I have to believe that uh, there's somebody that's taking a serious look at you. Well, that that would be awesome. That'd be super cool. And we're we're going to help you out because uh, we have this thing where guests uh, on this show tend to go on and win. Cap Henry, for instance, he was uh, a guest earlier this season, and uh, look at the season he's had. Well, that's good. I'll take the good juju. <laughs> I like that. So uh, you got to get a couple wins this weekend for us. Then keep that uh, keep that going. I will definitely try. All right. Any we, we expect it. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, no pressure or anything. Uh, any? Uh, yeah, I know, I know. Any uh, sponsors you need to give a shout out to help you, that helps support you? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jamie and Renee Adams—they're obviously the owners of this deal, and they do a lot for us, not just on the car, but keeping food in their bellies and Gatorades and all that stuff. Take care of it. But you know, my dad—he came along and he's just keeping again, and uh, you know, people that throw some love our way. Eight Eighteen Club and B Shark Graphics, Kurt Carhoff and the gang that helps out a ton, and uh, Automatic Fire Protection and Clears for one. Direction Power Sports is a good power plant, so. We've got to get people in the car. VRS shock. So. All right, man. Well, we appreciate the time and uh, wish you luck this weekend. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for being here, Matt. Thanks, Matt. Yes, sir. Thanks. Matt Foose uh, running for that uh, championship there in the Attica Fremont Championship Series uh, 305s and actually be running for, I think it's 1,500 they, I saw on uh, Facebook. They upped that. Uh, final race at Fremont for the 305s. Scott, so. it's amazing that you mentioned Cap Henry because uh, Dean Henry asked if we would uh, mention the fact that uh, in the in the Big D's Pizza J&J sponsored sprint car at Wayne County last week, Cap Henry won a $13,000 to win main event. That Pete Jacobs Memorial, very big win, win for Cap and all his crew. Glad to see that. In talking about the, the AFCS series, uh, Dwight, like I said, I saw Dwayne Hancock in the room earlier. It's amazing what he's done with that series and just the, the second season this year, uh, especially with the climate of racing this year with the COVID-19 and everything. For Dwayne to be able to continue to put that show on for everybody and, and the payouts that have been coming to both the 410 class and the 305, kudos to Dwayne and all his people with the AFCS. Yeah, and, all the, and it is a big deal. And Thanks. all the sponsors that stuck with them too. Amen. And hopefully, uh, hopefully he'll do this again next year. Hopefully it'll be a little easier for him. I'm hoping that this whole crap will be over with and we can be full grandstands and no canceled racing unless it rains. Amen. Hopefully it's easier on all of us. Yeah. So, um, and we'll probably have, uh, do we always have Dwayne on during the uh, off season talking about where he's at with things? And he even, uh, put some money together for that Attica, Oakshade uh, late model series too. He's a busy guy yep. running that Napa. Yes, he is. <laughs> we, we, him and I have, have had a great friendship over the years, and we give each other a lot of uh, flack. But there's nobody in racing that I think cares as much about the sport as, as Dwayne Hancock. Oh, and he does that uh, the auction too. Yeah, the Hoserville, Ohio. Yes, I was thinking hose. I was like hose something. I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> well, and that. Uh, he gives so much, but really doesn't get much in return other than some gratitude from, from the racers. So, yeah, that's a big deal. So Go support him. Go buy some stuff from Napa. Brian Archbold and Wasian, I believe, are the ones. Yeah. Yeah. And he also has, he's got a show, uh, check out uh, QCT out of Brian. It's on Mondays at 12, I think. 12, I believe Monday that's right. Noon, yeah. Yeah. He's had, uh, he's had you on, didn't he, Ron? And I missed yes, that. Yes, he did. That, that was the fun hour. We, we had a good time. <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about some racing news before we get to uh, upcoming races this weekend and a uh, chance to win a Big D's Pizza, play some uh, How Many in a little bit. Uh, first, uh, uh, shout-out to Buddy Kofoid. He earned his first-ever USAC NAS Energy Drink National Spidget, Seri- Spidget Midget Series victory. 
over the weekend. So congratulations to him. He's he's another guy that's uh, that can do just about anything, drive just about anything. He, quickly developing into one of those talents that can jump in anything and be very fast. Uh, and enjoy seeing Buddy Kofoid while you can. There's a chance we'll we'll see him moving up higher as soon as uh, somebody pick seat catches that in, in their uh, eye view. What is, what is higher to you? To me, I would love to see some of these guys start going back to Indy. But obviously NASCAR is right now is the, the standard moving up point for a lot of these guys. Well, jumping ahead in my notes here, speaking of Indy, Chip Ganassi uh, Racing has announced a two-year partnership with Jimmy Johnson that'll see the uh, 83-time Cup Series winner explore the possibility of racing a uh, full road course, road and uh, street course calendar in the NTT uh, IndyCar Series for both uh, 2021 and uh, 2022. Very impressive. Like I said, I, I've never been a big Jimmy fan, but the man it can drive. Yeah. Uh, in late July, Johnson tested the, a CGR on uh, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course and fulfilled a childhood dream of driving an IndyCar. Now uh, he'll uh, look to take the next step and become a series regular. So that answers the question that uh, I, I think kind of when people were asking, you know, because this season's been weird and, you know, fans haven't been allowed if he'd come back and do another final NASCAR season, he's already looking ahead to something else. And what a something else that is, you know, to, to drive for Ganassi in an IndyCar well, the absolute yeah. top teams in the in the series, so it, it should be fun to watch Jimmy. I obviously compete for wins. Yeah, we'll see how that works. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a believe it when I see it kind of guy. Uh, speaking of the uh, ARCA race at Toledo on Saturday, there was a uh, note that online ticket sales uh, there are tickets still available for this weekend. I know they have a fifteen hundred dollar. Jerry is designing my first T-shirt. It's already designed. <laughs> All right. Um, I shouldn't read the comments while I'm reading things here. Tickets still available for the ARCA race at Toledo Speedway. They're going to stop the online ticket sales 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So you can still get tickets online until 8 o'clock tomorrow night. After that... Uh, all remaining tickets will go back on sale at the track on a first-come, first-served basis on race day, and the ticket office will ra- or will open at 2 o'clock on Saturday. So if they have any tickets left after the online ticket sales end Friday, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, then uh, you might have a chance still to get in. So it could be a pretty good race, too. With uh, Like Ron was saying, it's a combined uh, series event, the East, Arkham Menards East and... Arkham Menards proper, I'll call it. So, uh, moving on. Did you hear about this, guys? The uh, Auto City Auto Club, I'm sorry, Auto Club uh, Speedway is going to be reconstructed, possibly reconstructed, I should say, into a half-mile short track as soon as next year. I read read that it, it is pretty well a done deal after the 2021 season to have it ready for 2022. Uh, have you seen the the design for it? Yeah, it looked like just a shrunk down Auto Club Speedway. It's still it's like Bristol in real sharp corners, but it, the front stretch is bowed. You know, kind of it's like a D shaped. Very going to be a little D. bit different yeah. for a half mile, but it's supposed to be super high banked, so it ought to still be pretty fast. So it'll be a California version of Bristol. 
I, I think so. I, I think we're looking at, at something that could be a, a, a game changer for NASCAR, hopefully to bring some new fans back in. That, that'll be the place to go if you're looking for revenge uh, on one of your fellow competitors. <laughs> it's kind of cool, though, that there that is a new track and it's a short track. You know, all the NASCAR tracks have been building have been bigger and bigger and bigger. Mile and, and a half, mile yeah. and a half. Yeah, cookie cutter. Uh, the Athletic reported that NASCAR submitted a site plan to San Bernardino County officials to remodel the two-mile super speedway. The reported goal would be to transform the track in time for the 2022 event on the new uh, short track layout. Construction is expected to begin following the spring NASCAR weekend at the former California Speedway, which has been hosting NASCAR races since... Anyone? Anyone? Oh, seven, or 97. Yeah, you got it. 1997. Uh, Bubba Wallace, you wanted to talk about this, Ron. He announced yeah. uh, just today that he will not return to Richard Petty Motorsports. And I did see that Richard Petty Motorsports even offered him uh, a share in the, the company, ownership in the company. And uh, Scott, I had heard that when, when all of the, the controversy went down, what, six weeks ago? that uh, With the, the new stuff? At, yeah, yeah. At that point... Uh, he had been offered uh, a stake in Richard Petty Motorsports, and I have I had read that uh, that had already happened. So, is he really walking away from a team that he has a financial interest in? I don't know. I, the what the article I read made it sound like it, it was just offered to him, and he had not accepted that. But uh, I'm wondering if he's got something already lined up that because you know, he's going to finish out the season at Richard Petty Motorsports. Uh, in the 43 car, but I'm guessing he probably has something already lined up or just about a done deal. Just can't announce it. That's my guess. Well, I know there, there were there was talk of him going to Ganassi next year. Yeah, so going to be interesting to see what's going on because I, I did read. Uh, Matt Kenseth has said that he doesn't expect to be racing next year. Well, nobody expected Matt Kenseth to be racing <laughs> the past couple years. So, <laughs> anyhow. Um, and, and it begs to ask, where's Kyle Larson going? Oh, yeah, that's true. And the rumors have been swirling about him going to Stewart. So, yeah. To run but now there's a seat open at Hendrick next year. Am I not correct? Uh, I believe so. I don't know. I try, I try to stay away from the silly season stuff just because it. <laughs> oh, it's fun, Scott. You just oh. got to throw it out there and see what sticks. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Uh, in some uh, tragic news, semi-tragic news, not good news, we'll put it that way. In bad news, uh, a fire erupted Saturday night while fueling Rick Eckhart's car at uh, Port Royal Speedway. The uh, fire he was backed up to his hauler, and the fire entered the rear of the hauler, burning Rick Eckhart's grandson, Lennox. He suffered burns and was airlifted to a burn facility. I saw an update. Uh, it sounded like he was doing okay, but uh, still kind of a scary thing. And then there was all these... Press releases, and Ron, you would be more of an expert on this as to, uh, uh, I guess you're saying static uh, may have uh, triggered that, uh, sparked that yeah, fire? Yeah, Scott, what, what they think happened um, was, was the funnels uh, that we, we fill the fuel cells with, uh, the, the, the filler on the fuel cell is very near the top of the deck, so there's no way you can easily fill it without using a funnel. Uh, the funnels were originally just that, a funnel, and then they started putting a little brass insert in them to catch the big chunks of anything that might be in your fuel jug. Uh, and then they started putting a nylon mesh in 
the, the filler. And, and recently, uh, somebody came out with a nice little cartridge uh, that's very much like the fuel filter that we use in line in the race cars. And it appears as though static electricity with the fuel going through uh, this cartridge filter, uh, and, and at that point, the fuel is, is kind of vaporized because it's splashing and going through the uh, it, it, the filter becomes statically charged and uh, ignites the fuel vapor. Uh, and that's what happened uh, with the instance that you were talking about. And uh, I, I guess everybody is now going away from, from those cartridge filters. And if you've got one, take the filter out, please. So, and do you sell funnels then that don't have the filter or filters that won't? Yeah. Cause yes, I do. Uh Absolutely. I think I have the filters a... are kind of the filters are kind of an insert. The, the, you've got the the fill the the funnel and and it uh, it like just goes down kind of in. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A little cartridge and uh, and they also make an issue with them. They also make those uh, five gallon fuel jugs that have like the hose coming out right, at the top right. that that you can use instead of a funnel, right? Now, I wonder if instead of the nylon mesh, if maybe they could uh, make some sort of uh, a metal filter um, and do some intensive testing before they release them. So, uh, yeah, it's danger. It's definitely a dangerous thing going around. And uh, please, if you've got one of those insert filters, take it out and throw it away. Well, okay. You can still use the funnel, though, right? As long as you take absolutely. Out the-, the the funnel seems to be not be the issue. All right. Well, I was going to talk about my incident from this last weekend too, but I yeah, think, I ahead. think we can move on from that now. Let's Why? talk about it. That let's, that, let's, that was a, a big hit. That was that was very scary on on all ends. I feel and bad Scott, for the- it was something that that just happened so quickly you couldn't ha- you couldn't possibly have ha- had time to respond to it. Here I'll show you, I'll show you how quickly it happened. And and granted, this camera view had a different was more over to the right. I didn't see any have any idea that there was a car that had spun in front of this car. Oh, and of course it's going to go back to the beginning instead of where I had it queued up. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta I gotta move this. You can fast forward. I can. I had to move our scroll though, so I can get to it. You have the technology. I do, just not always the. Uh, smarts to do it. All right, here we go. They stopped real quick, and that hurt initially. Well, it, was, it was sudden. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it happened so quick that, you know, from the tower even, I didn't realize what was going on. I looked down, at, and the, the red car, uh, Miller's car, was rolling slowly towards the front stretch wall and basically the accident was already over. I mean, it was boom and done. Yeah. That car spun in front of him and he hit that car, that car I didn't see. So all of a sudden I didn't even know what was going on. All of a sudden I saw the back end get bigger and it came into my, and I didn't even have time to process. I was on the gas coming off the corner and just pow. And I kind of feel bad for him because he got it twice then and up into the wall. So hopefully he's okay, but. The belts did what they did. Your bumper that uh, that you put on there, Ron, that uh, did yep. what it was supposed to do. Uh, unfortunately, well, and and we try not to build massive front bumpers for that specific reason, Scott, so that they you know they give up their life so that you don't. Hmm. Let that, that would, bumper die. 
And it did knock the wind out of me pretty good uh, initially, but and I was a little sore once I got back in the pits. But uh, you said I was going to be sore on Sunday, the following day. Yeah, I, I really thought you'd be. Uh, I thought you'd have some strap marks, and uh, I, I thought you'd be pretty sore Sunday morning. I mean, I probably should have a Hans device. I do use one of those neck collars that that I got from right. you, and I think that helped from my head going forward because I didn't have any time to prepare for it. But the belts held me and, and everything else. So, and you've had a pretty hard hit uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, in in that late model heat event, yeah, I did. And that that, that you were fine from that too, right? The yeah, car not so um, much. the the next The next morning, I had a little bit of a sore spot in my neck. Um, two days, it worked out, and I was fine. Could have been well, as good as I could ever be. You could have just slept wrong, right? Maybe. All right, never mind. You know what? I did hurt myself in the shower. I probably shouldn't go on to this because that was a bad way to start off this story. But the other day, I I felt a dr- it was uh I think it was, was it yesterday? Do I need to call timeout on? No, this? no, this is okay. This is okay. I was in the shower and I felt a drip on my head. That wasn't from the shower because it was like more from straight above me where I have a bathroom fan. And I went to look up real quick, and when I looked up, I torqued something in my back, which hurt me a lot worse than than that crash at the track on Saturday. And I thought, well, that's stupid. I hurt myself more in the shower just by looking up than getting into a crash at high speed on a racetrack. Apparently, The wreck might have primed you for it. The race car is safer is what I'm going for. It turned out to be just uh, condensation dripping down, if anybody was wondering. My house isn't leaking. That's all. All right, we're moving on from that. Our our associate producer said that uh, Lennox was uh, released from the hospital yesterday. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. Um, Somebody calling Ron Miller race cars right now? Of course. (laughs) We don't want to keep you from your business there. Um, Let's play how many. Wow. Last week's how many was how many 410s were going to be at Attica on Saturday for the Attica ambush. And that number that I, I'm going with that I got off of uh, the post from Attica. Like he got her secretary. He's got a, That's it. <laughs> right um, that number was 34. So that's the number I'm going with. That was the official number. And Jerry. And it's a shame on Friday. What's that? It's a, it's a shame that we didn't use Friday's car count. What was the car count on Friday? It was higher, wasn't I think, it? Uh, I think it was 41. Oh, and that would have been the exact number that Jerry guessed, but he was closest yeah. anyways because we both guessed higher than that. So uh, congratulations to your first uh, first in-studio win. Brian's already, My brother's already guessing online here. It, he just went with the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. Or not Guardians of the Galaxy, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Answer yeah. to everything, universe. 42. So, uh, well, first, before we get to this week's, how many, uh, our last week's winner was Scott Warner of Millstream. He's going to have a whole bunch. He's going to have so many Big D's pizzas that he won, he can just put them out on a buffet with the first night of racing at Millstream. He may have shot himself in the foot this week. I saw up in the scroll early that he already made his guess for this week of oh, 17, blind without knowing what the, the – uh, how many question was so. yeah and you can't do it twice or you get black flag oh that's black what i flag. forgot to bring i was supposed to there's a flag up in uh the booth at at uh, oakshade that uh, matt said i should bring to use in case anybody guesses twice because they get black flag john young's taking a, a shot in the dark too all right um 
Well, I guess we already kind of said what it was going to be earlier. But Scott Warner guessed 35, so he was just one off, and he was the closest uh, guest there. He gets a Big D's pizza. Get with Dean Henry. Get your Big D's pizza there. Uh, this week's how many? How many competitors are going to be in the Arca Menards Royal Truck and Trailer 200 at Toledo Speedway on Saturday? We did uh, we did the uh, this for how many for at least one of the other races that were there, and there weren't many cars. I think it was the the East Series race. There was like fourteen or something. Yes. So, so expecting some more in this. I saw that uh, Rich Rich uh, had said something about uh, a number. I don't want to give it away and tell everybody what it was. So I'm not going to. And we'll just but let... it's significantly what they had at the Arca East race. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, if you want to play along, go ahead and put your guess in the Facebook Live comments. If uh, you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, Google, or iTunes, or somehow not on Facebook, on YouTube. We are live on YouTube, too. Uh, go on. Rich knows the answer. <laughs> Shh. Um, go ahead and then, uh, find our our broadcast here. The, the video will stay up on Facebook. You can just put your guess in at a later time, but it can't be after the race. We'll say until 2 o'clock on Saturday. That's when the... The ticket office opens at Toledo. So you have until 2 o'clock on Saturday, the 12th, that would be, to get your guess in. So, Jerry, what's uh, what's your guess? How many? 27. Wow. That, I think, is a little, little optimistic. That's just what I'm thinking, though. Yes, Rich, you can play. Anybody can play. But I think you already guessed because you already put a number up. Um, what do you got, Ron? 21. Hmm. That would have been what I was going to. Is Kathy going to guess? You going to guess, Kathy? Your secretary? 22, is that my what she said? My secretary says 22. <laughs> You're going to be paying for that later. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with uh, with 20, then. Hey, is it okay to sleep with your secretary, Scott? <laughs> I don't even want no, we're gonna just move on. We'll just sweep that under the rug. That didn't even happen. In your case, yes, Ron. Yes, you can. Okay. Just don't not with your body guy. You can't with the, the body guy. Dude, I've been sleeping with that woman for fifty-four years. So let's talk about some upcoming races uh, this weekend. <laughs> Moving right. There's uh, a lot going on this weekend. Of course, tonight, first uh, night of the Intercontinental Classic, night number one at Eldora. No spectators. It's only uh, streaming uh, for the weekend on Flow Racing. That started uh, at 6.30. I haven't seen any updates. Uh, anybody got any updates from that? They had the pill draw, and I started to watch it and turned it off to get ready for this. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll wrap things up so you can go check that out. Priorities. Uh-huh, yes. <laughs> um, and whoever guesses this, if somebody guesses the, the same number for the how many, whoever guessed it first gets credit for that. So if you said 21 first, John, then you'll get credit for that. So don't worry about it. It's all good. We keep track of these, track of these things. Um, Friday John's night. It's just a copycat, that's all. Friday night, tomorrow night, uh, Attica Raceway Park. It's Kistler Racing Products. John Wright's custom chrome plating presents Mark Keegan Classic Season Championship Night. I read that wrong. Mark Keegan Classic Season Championship Night. It's not a classic season championship night. Mark <laughs> Keegan Classic. 
Uh, it's going to be an Attica Fremont Championship Series event, 410 sprints, UMP late models, and the uh, AFCS 305 sprints. Double points for all classes, I do believe. And gates open at 5 racing at 745. General admission tickets, just $15 there at Attica Raceway Park. Night number two, also tomorrow night for the Intercontinental Classic, uh, featuring the late models there at Eldora. No spectators again, uh, as we mentioned, and... I was going to say something else, but I forgot what it was. So apparently it wasn't that important. Moving along. Just quick time at Eldora, according to Dwayne Hancock. Okay. Timing and scoring snapshot. Oh, I got it. Uh, Matt has given us uh, an update here. And it's not loading for me. It's taking a while. So we'll, we'll go on the Saturday things, and then we'll take a look at that. Uh, Saturday, of course, uh, Toledo Speedway in action with the Royal Truck and Trailer 200. First time this year uh, Toledo Speedway is having fans. So uh, cool for them. There are still tickets available. And that's going to be the Arkham Menard Series uh, in East. It's a combined event again. Gates open at 3, the ticket office at 2. So uh, if you wait to try and get tickets in person, you can do that. But I would get there early. Gates open at 3. And last week when Scott uh, said that uh, fans wouldn't be allowed in for practice, uh, he had uh, contacted me Friday, the day after we had him on, and said that uh, fans will be allowed in for practice. They manage some kind well, of. Well, that's business. cool. Still got to wear your they mask. Can a, they can make a day of it. Yeah, still got to wear your mask. Still got to sit in your section. And you once you're in, you can't go back out to your car until you're leaving, I suppose. I mean, you can go back and, out and, to your and, car, but you're and, not going to get back in again. And concessions will be open. Yeah, and he, I saw that the same prices. Uh, I, I guess the menu year. is the menu is going to be a little bit limited, but uh, you don't have to worry about coming in and starving. Tickets twenty five dollars for uh, that ARCA race, and the race is scheduled to start at five o'clock. Rain date is Sunday, uh, September thirteenth. I don't think that uh, they'll need to uh, use that rain date though. So don't forget, we got Ryan Weekman coming up here momentarily with your weekend weather pit stop forecast. Uh, again, Eldora in action for the final night of the Intercontinental Classic, night number three, featuring the late models, that invite deal, which you can watch on Flow Racing, starts at 6.30. And uh, yeah, Jimmy Owens uh, looks to uh, have the fastest time there for tonight's action, this Thursday night, if you're listening to us on iHeartRadio. Brandon Overton second, quick. Then it's Tim McCready, Josh Richards, Ricky Weiss, Josh Rice, Jonathan Davenport, uh, Jason Fager, Zach Mitchell, and Brandon Shepard, top ten uh, times there. Kent Robinson, 11th. Let's see if I recognize somebody. Jeep Van Warmer's way down there at 42. Matt Miller, 45. Brian Shirley, 46. Although I did get an update about Brian Miller. It looks like he's done for the weekend. So apparently he had some kind of uh, mechanical issues. So there's your update for the Intercontinental Classic. That's just a weird name. I don't like it. It's because the yeah. the uh, World 100s uh, postponed till next year. And uh, Oakshade in action Saturday night, season championship night. Late model sports from Bombers Compacts gates open to four racing at seven. General admission tickets are just fourteen dollars. Fremont Speedway. It's been a few weeks since uh, they've been in action. They'll have the doors open at four o'clock for. Uh, the Attica Fremont Championship Series Championship Night, the final night of competition for the AFCS this year, featuring the 410 sprints, 5,000 to win. The uh, 305 sprints was 1,000, and uh, now I believe it's up to 1,500 to win. Uh, dirt trucks, 1,000 to win for them, and uh, that racing will start at 7 o'clock. General mission tickets, just $18. 
Sandusky Speedway off this weekend, but they'll be back next weekend with their season championship night. So, blown engine on Brian Shirley is uh, the report I'm seeing. And Frank Heckenass apparently uh, looks like he may have had some problems too. So, uh, yeah, that's what's going on this weekend. How about we find out what the weather's going to do for for this weekend? It's been uh, kind of cold and crappy today. It, dismal, yeah. It'd make for a fast racetrack today, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it would have definitely been tacky, and horsepower definitely would have been up. All right, let's check out Ryan Weekman and that weekend weather pit stop. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Let's start Friday on what is a busy race slate this weekend. We'll stop at Eldora and Attica, where race start temperatures will likely be in the 70s. Could see them drop quickly into the 60s and 50s by the end of race time. Similar conditions Saturday. As far as temperatures go, we've got Toledo, Toledo, Eldora, Oakshade, and Fremont. Temperatures again likely in the 70s. It'll fall into the evening and look for a chance for a few scattered showers as a cold front comes through the area. Could have some gusty winds with that. For WTOL 11, I'm First Alert, meteorologist Ryan Weekman. So hopefully uh, we'll get the races in this weekend. At least uh, the Saturday nights. we got to get the races in quick. Is what it sounds like, or maybe whatever's coming will move. I don't know. I'm not a. I'm not a weather guy. It's going to be scattered. It, it'll go around. We'll get the vortex going, and then we'll be okay. That, uh, that vortex will definitely work as long as it comes in a little bit later. All right. Right. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out that post. Uh, get us uh, nominated for the best of Toledo, the uh, Toledo City paper, best of Toledo. I don't know what do they call that. It's not really a contest. I guess it is. Best, best of Toledo. Yeah. Uh, nominate uh, Hammerdown Racing Report for Best of Toledo podcast. We were nominated, like you said, a, a couple years ago. We missed the, the cut last year, didn't get on, on the ballot. Uh, but the first year, and I guess it was 2018, we were, we were on there. Didn't win. So this year, let's get on the ballot, and then let's win this sucker. We, we know we're the best. We oh, just, yeah. and, and we obviously have... Great listeners. So, yeah, there, there's no reason we can't do this. So, again, if uh, you want to know where to vote, just uh, hit up our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Report. I have a pinned post on there. Uh, it says uh, Best of Toledo on it. You know, Scott, this year we've got Jerry Keezer behind us, and, boy, that, that's got to be good for another, I don't know, what, seven, 800,000 votes? <laughs> I'm thinking at least a million. I mean, why... Why just eight or nine hundred? Five, but that's <laughs> all right. Jerry, you got to get those. You got to get those Lima folks excited about it. Hey, Lima Land folks are excited to, to talk racing at all this year. You know, unfortunately, we just don't get to see any this year in Lima. Well, maybe someday soon. Hey, that's why we get to come to Oakshade watch watch some great late model and sportsman bombers and compacts every week. Uh, it, it, it's definitely been a great year to travel and, and, and see a little bit of racing elsewhere, the tracks that are open. So, you know, it has, has been a uh, chance for me to spread my wings a little bit this year. Uh, and it's really kind of crazy, Scott. What have we had, 12 shows in at Oakshade? It's been a lot. I know when uh, we checked uh, before we talked to Jake Rendell a few weeks back that we were actually ahead of schedule from the year before because of all the rainouts right. uh, that 
we didn't start until we, I mean, we started almost the same time as, as the year prior, but it was all mother nature and not stupid COVID stuff. Yeah. I, I know last year in 2019, we, we lost the entire month of May at Lima land. So I mean, it, it's, yeah. you know, finally we have a great year weather wise and <laughs> thanks to COVID-19. That's the way it works. So that's yeah, all good. There we go. This is what I'm trying to do. Uh, I was going to bring up uh, what I was talking about, what you need to click on to vote for us. There we go. Right there. The Toledo City Paper 2020 Best of Toledo Nominations. So just click on that. Instructions are right vote above early. it. There vote often. Share with your friends. If you share it with your friends, make sure to tell them what to do because uh, the stuff that I type doesn't show up when, when you share this post. It just shares the uh, Toledo City Paper deal there. So, so very important to say vote for the Hammer Down Racing Report because they give away Big D's Pizza. Something that uh, wasn't on my uh, prep here, uh, but I wanted to mention that I happened to notice was uh, the at Butler this weekend, they're having uh, the Sprints on Dirt. It's odd. I thought they're back. Yeah, I thought that. Uh, that series had some serious turmoil uh, at the beginning of the season, before the season began, with uh, ownership falling through, some bad, some bad deals going on, and I thought they were taking this year off. So I, I was surprised to see that that uh, they're actually uh, running. Well, it's it's like a couple of other tracks, you know. If you can sneak in one headline division that uh, is a surprise, it's going to be a good thing, <laughs> and uh, you know. Well, it was cool. I mean, it was cool so, to see that series back. Uh, back Sod being back, Millstream maybe doing something. <laughs> That's not maybe. a spoiler or anything. So I'm assuming we may have an announcement by next week on that, right? That's my guess. All right. Rich France uh, says practice begins at 145 for the uh, ARCA deal on Saturday. Just now reading that. So. Um. Thanks again to our sponsors, and I think I was supposed to get with Charlie because I think uh, Freeze Frame is supposed to come back on board as a sponsor again. Uh, if you want to be a sponsor, 30 bucks will get you on the scroll, and we'll talk about you for, for at least a month's worth of uh, programs. That's four shows. That's what I'm going with. Hey, look, I see a Millstream logo behind uh, Jerry. Oh, there you go. Wrong shoulder. <laughs> so, so if you want to help out, especially during the off season, to, uh, to keep this going, because I'm not sure we're going to be able to get back into our actual iHeartRadio studios. Uh, probably not until there's a vaccine, I'm guessing, and it doesn't sound like. Uh, from what I hear, maybe that'll be coming by uh, election day because everything's political yeah. with COVID for some reason. Scott, are you making a political statement? Yep, that was my political statement right there. For the whole year? That's it. I'm done. I'm out. No more politics for me. It just pisses. It's just a topic that's just it's too frustrating, and you're not going to change anybody's mind. You know, if you had grabbed that mic, you could have done a mic drop on that one. Yeah, it's, it's on video and i get in trouble if it broke the mic so here i got yeah, I, I got this one over here i can here this one looks old you ready done okay i'm out that's how we're gonna finish the show from now on uh thanks again to our sponsors uh ron miller race cars 734-856-7223 he's got race cars he's got parts he's got safety equipment safety equipment's pretty big he's got those uh funnels without the cartridge in it so you won't catch on yeah. fire when you're fueling up your car uh, I'll probably need some new belts too pretty soon. So he's got those. Uh, Oakshade Raceway again, season championship uh, night this weekend. Still, uh, only a few more weeks left in the season too. I'm and we actually are going to get a uh, 
whole series in or a whole season in, it looks like, despite COVID. So uh, they got season championship this weekend. Bomber Spectacular, again, paying, uh, well, I'm not sure yet. The last I talked to Chrissy, the $1,000 hadn't been officially announced on that Bomber Spectacular, plus the extra 500 from um, Get It Done Towing. And that was going to someone who's been racing at Oakshade 80% of uh, the time this season. has been there 80% of It's complicated. Right. And then the final show, uh, two weeks from this weekend, is uh, topless late models, I believe. You going topless, Ron? Everybody wants to see that. Well, I think I think the late models have to go topless. Oh, that's uh, true. The, the sportsmen and bombers, it's it's optional. Uh, compacts, not at all. Yeah, not an option there. Kester mowing again. Thanks to Steve uh, for doing my uh, landscaping and everything. Give him a call. He's uh, the season's winding down for him, so he may have some more time to be doing some things here. Four one nine four six six three eight zero one. Big D's and Clyde. Thanks to them, and mention the Hammer Down Race Report. Save ten percent off any order we drove out to Clyde about a month ago whenever that was just to eat there uh with my my I don't want to call them elderly my older parents who may be the high risk category they actually went all the way out there and ate and they I think they enjoyed it and my mom is super picky she has like three restaurants she goes to don't tell that's awesome yeah (laughs) uh Mill Street Speedway also and uh, hopefully we'll have an announcement from Scott very soon uh, on uh, what's going on. It's been a tough year for him. He's been working on getting that uh, track back together, um, getting the cobwebs knocked loose so that uh, they can go back racing there. And if it doesn't happen this fall, uh, it'll definitely be happening next year. So looking forward Scott, to it. Scott, has, Scott Warner from uh, Millstream has been watching, and uh, he's kind of tight-lipped. So uh, <laughs> I, I firmly believe we'll have something to talk about next week. All right. I hope so. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer and uh, field correspondent Matt Swander, also Doug Doc. Um, we'll be back next Thursday. I'm going to be on vacation next week, so uh, you guys have got to come up with a guest for next week's show. So between you two, figure it out. I'm going uh, whitewater rafting in West Virginia and won't be back until late Tuesday night. Really? So you guys will have to figure it out. Well, we'll see who wins this weekend. You might yeah. be able to reach me on a cell phone, but not on Monday. I'll be on the. I'll be going over waterfalls, <laughs> and I'm not bringing my phone with me. But some way or another, be sure to wear your helmet. Yes, yes, they do make seat belts, <laughs> neck support. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. I uh, will be back next Thursday in some fashion form, seven o'clock. Make sure to tune in live on uh, Facebook and YouTube, or catch us again on demand on iHeartRadio. Um. Google, iTunes, Spreaker, Spotify, wherever. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, we're there. And I remember to hit record this time so I don't have to get the audio from the the video here. That that means nothing to nobody except for me. So that's important. And one of these buttons is the show close part. But um, I'm not sure which button it is, so we're just going to play the video here. So we're done. How's that? We ready to drop the mic? Drop it. All right. right, Here we go. See you next week. We out. And we're down race report. Don't forget to nominate us. Okay. Please. Thanks, Jerry. Thanks, Ron. Often. There you go. See you next week. Well, you can only vote once to nominate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye bye. Mike, gone. Bam. We're out. See y'all next week. You Thanks have been for listening watching. To the Hammer Down Racing Report. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio.
Pit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!